This is a psalm of ascent. Starting at verse 1. It says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun, sun will not harm you by day nor, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. Praise God. There are times in our lives, and, and we're living in those times, we don't know what the future holds. It's, it's uncertain. You know, but even, even outside of the, the virus that is going on right now, there are times in our lives when we don't know what is going to happen. It's uncertain. Perhaps you, 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 you graduate school or college or, or you don't know what college to go to or you don't have a job. You've been laid off from work or, or you, have, you have received a, a terrible diagnosis from your doctor. Or maybe you've, you've been in an accident that has caused injuries. Or perhaps you have aging parents at home and their health is failing and, and they don't have a retirement fund or, or maybe we have children who are making destructive choices. Or maybe like now, we're facing a worldwide pandemic that we're told could get worse before it gets better. But how do we, how do we deal with these times? How do we how do we deal with, with this uncertainty in our lives? From where does our help come from? Or should I say, from where does our help come? The good news is that there's an answer to that question. We're not the first people in, in the world to, or, or in, in forever, to, to deal with difficult times in our lives. Now this psalm is... is in Psalm 121 is, is one of 15 psalms. It's, a, it's known as a song of ascents. Most likely these songs were sung as, as pilgrims would travel to Jerusalem to, to, um, to worship the Lord on the, the, the three uh, annual feasts. And there was a, this was kind of like what we would call a playlist of songs that they would sing together as they traveled. The, the dangerous roads it wasn't like it is now when they traveled to, to Jerusalem. It was dangerous. It was on foot or, or, or traveling, um, you know, some other donkey or whatever. But it was, it was uh, dangerous. And the thing is, these songs reminded them about how great God is. So as we look at these, we're going to see some, some simple, we're going to use a guideline here, an outline. Excuse me. <coughs> An outline of um, uh, of these verses. It's, it's God assures us His help, His vigilance, His overwatch, His protection, and, and that's it. There's four of them. So God assures us His help. First of all, as these travelers were traveling to Jerusalem, they 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 would be afar off, and they could see Jerusalem as they the the city on a hill. And um, as they saw the temple arise, they, they would 
they would get a glimpse of uh, the greatness of God in the in the building in, in that building or in, in the temple representing God's house here on earth. And and so they sing, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? What a what a what a wonderful way to to, to look at, at, at who God is. Where does our help come from? Now, in studying this verse, uh, I've read two different kind of views on this. You know, as they look to the hill where the where the temple was, they're, they're reminded that their help comes from God, and, and 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 you know, He's He's high, He's lifted up, and and looking to the hills and the God of the hills. And another one uh, was, was saying, you know, where does our help come from? Does it come from the hills? The hills are a place of danger. Or the hills are a place of, of, of you know, um, where you walk through and, and because of you, you couldn't see anything around the next corner, you could very well uh, be robbed or killed in the hills. But here's the important thing. Here's the important thing. The response to that in... in Verse 2 is, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You see, the, the response there uh, affirms that God is the creator of heaven and earth. He has created every galaxy, every planet, every star, and even earth itself. He created the hills and the valleys, the animals, the birds, the fish, and the humans. He created every molecule, every atom, and even every virus. There is nothing that God did not create. And this is, a, this is a place where we can find affirmation because God says that He would help us. As we travel through life, as we, as we face these terrors and these, these trials and uncertain future, we can say with confidence, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He's the one that created everything. The commentator Derek Kinder puts it this way. He says, the thought of this verse leaps beyond the hills. It leaps beyond the hills into the universe. Beyond the universe to its maker. He says, here is living help. Primary, personal, wise, immeasurable. Unquote. God assures, brothers and sisters, that, that as we go through this life, He is our help. God reminds us in, in, uh, through Paul, as he stated in uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 32. He says, what shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us, all, how will he not also with them graciously give us all things? See, God gave us his son because he loves us. So that we can have a personal relationship with God the Father. And see, God will give us everything that we need. Everything that we need. That's where our help comes from. He goes on and concludes in Romans chapter 8, verses 37 to 30, 39. He says, No, in all these things, so in everything that we encounter, 
Everything that we go through in our lives, all the uncertain times, all the diseases, all the viruses, all the uncertainty of what we see in life, when we need help, when we look to God, Paul says, now in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing will separate us from the love of God. And uh, God assures us in, in verses 3 and 4 of His vigilance. Now the road to Jerusalem was not a super highway. It was rugged. It was treacherous. Treacherous. One could easily slip and fall and twist an ankle and be in great pain. And as the travelers uh, or the pilgrims traveled to Jerusalem, their song, if you notice, switched from singing to uh, switch from first person to second person. They start. They stopped singing, um, or they they were singing to one another, and then encouraging. They started singing to one another. Okay, it goes from "Where does my help come from?" to "He will not let your foot be moved." He who keeps you does not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Now, vigilant means to keep watch, to stay awake. God does not sleep. God does not take a cat nap. God is never surprised. He is never, you know, zoned out. He is never just so focused on one thing that he doesn't see something else happening. God is vigilant. He sees it all. He knows it all can take care of it all. God is watching over you. God is watching over you. So you don't have to lose a moment of sleep. Because God doesn't sleep. You can rest assured. You can sleep. You can lay your head down at night. Because God is watching over you. He's vigilant. But that's, uh, that's so hard to do, isn't it? We, we lay awake at night. We, we, we wake up before our alarms go off, fretting about our uncertain future. We may, as we go through this life, wondering where we're going to stumble or we're going to fall. Or we're going to wander on what's going to happen next. What's going to befall us. But let, our, let us remind ourselves of these words. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Third, God assures us of his overwatch. Now, overwatch is, is like a military term. It's, it's used as kind of like a, 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 the eye in the sky type thing. Um, 
He's, he's our overwatch. He sees all that's happening. When we can only see what's going on in, in our own personal lives, he sees the whole picture. Okay, it's, it's, it's like the, when the military has those drones that fly over combat. They can see the whole picture, and, and they can orchestrate the movement of troops that way. And They, they use um, satellite images and, and, and all those kind of things. And they do that because they get a, great, a, a big picture. The commanders on the ground can't see all that. So there's, there's other people who have this overwatch. And, and, and God is that same. He is, has, he is overwatch. And he's doing things that we may not even see over in another area that God is moving on our behalf. Now, the, 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 uh, the, encourage, the, the travelers here encourage one another with these words. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Now, in, in, in Israel, man, the sun is hot during the day. It, it's, it barrels down on you, and it's, it's brutal. And at, at night, the moon's light, um, it, it gets cold. It gets, it gets so hot in the summertime, and it gets cold at night, even though it's summertime. And, and the thing is that, you know, in, in the ancient times, People thought that the moonlight was, was what distorted the mind. It's where we get the word, the, the word for, for the uh, Latin word for moon is luna. And that's where we get the, the word lunatic from, okay? Um, but but what the, this is figurative language here that, that the, the, the psalmist wrote here. It's figurative. It, in other words, get, the words here mean that nothing day or night is going to harm you. God is on overwatch over your life. When you can't see in the middle of the night, God sees. And, and even when you're blinded by the, the brightness of the sun during the day and you have to squint your eyes because it's so bright, God sees all those things around you. God is on overwatch in your life. So, so not, as he, not only does he see you, but he's, he's putting things and he's, he's taking care of these things that you don't even see. And he's setting things up that, that's going to take care of you that you may not even see. He's covering us uh, over calamity and he's our shade in, in, the, in, the, in the daytime as well as uh, hiding us from the perils of night. Almost harkens back to to Psalm 91, where it talks about you know the, the things that, that that haunt in the night, those, those scary things at night that they're not even going to touch you, okay? So so those perils of night they come, and, and God is just on overwatch on your life. We we frequently face perils, and we can't even anticipate. We can't even and can can really say you know that. How many times have we said, man, that just came right out of left field? Don't, don't even see it. A uh, football term is being blindsided. We don't even can see things coming. But you know what? God is in control. And these, these perils that we can see or we can't see, um, you know, God is in control and he's watching over your lives. In all these perils, God is on overwatch. The Lord is your keeper. He is vigilant. And number four, God assures us of his protection. 
God assures us of his protection. Look at those verses, verses 7 and 8. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forever. He will keep you. He will keep you. That's protection there. He will keep you. They encourage one another. Not only will God protect them from stumbling, He will protect their whole of existence. The Lord will keep you. If you look through these, through this uh, chapter, this psalm, the Lord, the, the, the Hebrew word for keep, keeps or keep or occurs six times. He says, he who keeps you will not slumber. Verse 3. Verse 4. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Verse 5 says, the Lord is your keeper. Verse 7 says, the Lord will keep you from all evil. Verse 7 again, the second part, he will keep your life. Verse 8 says, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Praise God. Kind of harkens up to what, what uh, Jude says at the end of his letter, um, at the climax of his letter, that, that doxology in, in verse 24 and 25 of, of Jude, it says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you blameless before the presence of his, holy, his glory and... Excuse me. Let me start that all over. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forevermore. Amen. Now, Jude is not saying that we will not fall into trouble or difficulty. As a matter of fact, we often fall. What he is saying there, however, is that in spite of our stumbling in this falling, fallen world, for those who know Jesus, we can rest assured that we will brought, be brought safely to glory. He will bring us, no matter what happens in this world, we're going to have times of trouble. There's going to be times when, when and, and I'm sure that those some of those who have gone from this life to eternity because of this virus have been believers. I know that. But you know what? They don't have the struggle anymore. They are now in the presence of the Lord God Almighty. So they've been brought safely to glory. God assures us of his help his vigilance, his overwatch, and of his protection. So we need to put our hope in God in troubled times. The point of Psalm 20, 21 here is not that we won't have problems, but that as we go through life, God will be our help. Where does our help come from? 
says right there. Psalm 121. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Eugene Peterson wrote a book on the song of the songs of ascent, and he called it a long obedience in the same direction. And he said this. Peterson writes. The Christian life is not a quiet escape to a garden where we can walk and talk uninterruptedly with our Lord, nor a fantasy trip to a heavenly city where we can compare blue ribbons and gold medals with others who all made it to the winner's circle. He goes on to say, the Christian life is going to God in going to God, Christians travel on the same ground that everyone else walks on. Breathe the same air, drink the same water, shop in the same stores, read the same newspapers, are citizens under the same government, pay the same price for groceries and gasoline, fear the same dangers, are subject to the same pressures, get the same distresses, are buried in the same ground. He says the difference is that each step we walk each breath that we breathe, we know we are preserved by God. We know that we are accompanied by God. We know that we are ruled by God. And therefore, no matter what doubts we endure or what accidents we experience, the Lord will preserve us from evil. He will keep our life. Let's put our hope in God during these troubling times. Amen? Now you might be sitting there and you might say, Pastor, I, I wish I could have that confidence. I wish I could truly say, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that I can turn to God. That I have that relationship where He is my protector. He is my guidance. You just need to put your faith in Him. In the middle of all this, you may have had some fears in your life or concerns or what happens if if I die, it's on a lot of people's minds. Let me tell you, you can have confidence in knowing that Jesus loves you. And that Jesus died for you. And that no matter what happens on this earth, God's got you. God's got you. You can have the confidence to know that you belong to God he belongs to you. And if you don't know that today, let me encourage you to turn your life over to Jesus. See, we've all sinned. We've all sinned. We, we know what sin is. We've all done things that we're not supposed to do. Yeah, you can name, rattle off the Ten Commandments and, you know, that kind of stuff. But 
If we break one of the commandments, we've broken them all, the Bible says. But God has provided a way for us to come back to Him. And it's through His Son, Jesus. And if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior, and then make Him Lord of your life, I want to invite you to do that. And if you have, and you've walked away from Him, but the, at this time, God is using these circumstances to draw you to Him again, then let me encourage you to pray with me this morning. Let's pray this simple prayer. Pray, Lord, I believe You are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I recognize I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. So I invite you to come into my life. I invite you to establish yourself as my Savior by forgiving me of my sins. And my Lord, by me placing my trust in you. So today, in this prayer time, with my mouth I confess, and in my heart I believe that you are the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now this morning, if you prayed that prayer, or if you have questions, or if you have a prayer request, Please contact us so we can help you. We can pray for you. My heart is that in this time, we can all grow in a deeper relationship with God. You can send us a private message on Facebook. We'd be glad to, to converse with you. You can call us at 410 391-7993. You just leave a message. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. Or you can email us at middleriverag, or one word, at gmail.com. Middleriverag at gmail.com. And before I go, let's just, all of us, just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, once again, I thank you, Lord God, for this day because this is the day that you have made. And no matter what the circumstances are, Lord, we know that you have everything in control. So we put our hope, our trust in you, Lord. And as we go through these next days, through these next hours, days, weeks, months, as long as you tarry, Lord God, help us walk in the knowledge of your great love and compassion for us. And those of us who are believers, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that you would allow us to see those good works that you've already prepared for us to do. So that as we do them, Lord God, others will see them and give you the glory. We ask this in Jesus' name.
Amen and amen. God bless you.